Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. I have been getting some great questions over the past several weeks. Questions like, is it wrong to want to make more money? Or is it wrong to want to make a lot of money? Because I don't want to be greedy. So how much is enough? And what is too much? And do you ever get to a point where you're not feeling the need to recruit or get new customers so that you can make more and more money? And I think all of these are great questions. They are valid questions. They are actually questions that I have had to wrestle with myself over the years. And so I'm really excited to talk about these things today, talking about personal finance and business and money. All of these things are just very interesting topics to me. So I cannot wait to dive in because our mindset around money will affect our decision making. Really, your mindset around anything is going to affect your decision making. What you think and believe will determine how you behave, and that is going to determine the results that you get. So I think it's super important that we have a healthy mindset regarding this issue of money. Now, we all know that money cannot buy happiness, right? But it can buy you a boat. Okay, I'm just kidding. That's a country song. But seriously, money is not the most important thing in the world, but it's up there with oxygen. It becomes real important, especially if you don't have it. It is important. And I think we should have a healthy desire to make more of it. And I'm going to explain to you why. So all of those questions that I described in the beginning, like, is it wrong to want to make more money or want to make a lot of money? Or how much is enough? What is too much? Because I don't want to be greedy. Or I don't want to be discontent. All of these things go back to the same root issues, okay? Either guilt over a desire to make more money or fear over having a desire to make more money. And I want to talk about both of those things. Y'all know I read a lot of books, right? Well, there are very few books, even amongst my favorite books, that I have read more than once. But The Legacy Journey by Dave Ramsey 
I have read it multiple times because it has impacted my mindset around this um, issue of guilt over this desire that I have to make a lot of money or fear of what will happen if I do make a lot of money. And also just give it's given me a lot of wisdom about what it looks like to manage wealth well and biblically. So a lot of what I'm going to be sharing with you regarding this topic of guilt or fear surrounding making a lot of money is going to come straight out of that book. And I highly recommend that you get yourself a copy of that book if these if the topic in these episodes about money mindset if it resonates with you that book is going to help you a ton the legacy journey by dave ramsey is one of the most freeing books that i have ever read regarding this topic because i've always been interested in making money and i have always had a desire to make lots of it but I have felt guilty about it or even shame over it sometimes, and I have had to work through fear about it, when, especially when I first started my business and I became a six-figure earner and I was making more money than I could even conceive of at the time, and I just I had no idea what to do with it or how to handle it or um, how I should feel about it, and I, it, I was definitely excited, but I was also very anxious and worried about it, and like I said, sometimes felt guilty for having that much money or just like fear surrounding it like oh my gosh is this gonna change me or um what if it all goes away just lots of fear surrounding this topic too so that book helped me a ton now just a little heads up if you have kids around you may want to put earbuds in or wait until they're not around to listen to this episode because I'm going to be using some analogies that will probably include some mature themes. And so I just wanted to give you a fair heads up on that. Okay, that being said, is it wrong to want more money? Does it mean that I'm discontent if I have a strong desire to make more money, or if I have a strong desire to make a lot of money or to build wealth. Well, let me ask you this. Is it wrong to want more time? Is it wrong to want more sex? Is it wrong to want more food? I think we would all agree that the desire for any one of these good things, the desire in and of itself, is not wrong. All of these things are good gifts that God has given to us, right? But there does come a point where the desire can become wrong. And at what point is it? Well, it's when the desire becomes excessive, right? So it's not wrong if you have a desire to make more money. As a matter of fact, I would argue that it's actually a very good thing that you have a desire to make more money because that desire to make more money is precisely the thing that makes you useful to your fellow human beings. 
And as a matter of fact, under desire for any of these good things could be just as damaging in different ways as over desire. Imagine if you under desired sex. How would that affect your marriage? Imagine if you under desired food. Then if you if you have no appetite at all, then we that's a sign that you're sick because all healthy living things have an appetite, right? So we want to have a healthy desire to make more money because that is what drives us to be useful to fellow human beings. If I decide that I have enough money and don't have any desire to make a penny more and I'm just going to use the rest of my life to work on my golf handicap or to sit on the beach with an umbrella drink in my hand, I'm not engaging in productive work, which will give me a sense of purpose and significance and will make me useful to people around me. As a matter of fact, you were able to feed your kids breakfast this morning because somebody somewhere had a desire to make more money. You are actually able to drive your car or listen to this podcast or enjoy a lot of things that you enjoy and also have all of your needs met because somebody somewhere had a desire to make more money. And that desire drives us to show up and get the work done. Whether your work is you're providing your services to your employer or your work is creating a new product or your work is with your mind and you're leading other people to success or whatever your work is, that desire to make more money is what's causing you to show up in the marketplace instead of just checking out completely and just enjoying the rest of your life and keeping all of your gifts and talents and usefulness and resources to yourself. That desire drives ideas. God put it there, and it is a very good thing. So the desire to make more money, it is a very healthy, productive, and useful thing as long as it doesn't become excessive. Greed, by definition, is excessive desire for more money. And lust is to sex what greed is to money. So to answer the question about at what point does desire become excessive about money, you could also consider at what point does desire for sex become excessive? At what point does it become lust? Well, first of all, if I want to do something that God has expressly forbidden, then that would definitely cross the line of healthy desire, right? So if we're talking about money, then that would be something like stealing. If we're talking about sex, then that would be something like engaging you know, with a partner outside of the bounds of marriage. But can something still become excessive even though it's not explicitly violating one of God's commands? Yes, and those become wisdom issues. 
So if you are married, then when does a desire for sex become excessive? I want you to think about that. And then I want you to apply that same exact principle to money. But really what it boils down to is this. Desire becomes excessive when you want that thing more than you want God. And you could apply that to sex. You could apply that to money. You could apply it to food, right? We'd call that gluttony. You could apply this to wanting to get good grades or other achievements. You could apply this to a desire for rest, right? Because if you desire rest too much, then you might be lazy or you might be neglecting some of your responsibilities that you don't feel like doing. You could apply this to pleasure and leisure. But here's how you can tell if something has become an idol. If you're willing to sin in order to get it or you sin in response when you don't get it. So as this applies to the desire to make more money and when that desire turns into an idol, what does that look like in this business? Well, it could look like like explicitly violating God's commands that he's made very clear, right? So like stealing. Um, and in this business, what ste- I, I have literally seen someone go into their customers' accounts and place orders on their behalf that they did not consent to because they wanted something that they didn't have, and that is stealing. You take other people's money, that is stealing. It might look like lying. Lying is wrong, right? We all know that. So what does that look like in this business? It would look like overselling. So if you are trying to convince people in order to get their money that the product is going to do something that you know it doesn't do, that's lying. And I would say that is having having an excessive desire to make money. Or that could be a, an excessive desire for recognition. So some of these things would be an obvious sign of excessive desire. So stealing, lying, cheating, extortion. Those are all very obvious, right? But there are other things that are not so obvious. Your desire to make a lot of money could be excessive and it ha- it. it could be a sign that it's become an idol to you if you are neglecting other priorities and actual responsibilities that you know God has called you to in this season in order to pursue making tons of money. And I'm not saying don't make temporary sacrifices for long-term gain, but I am saying that's between you and God what you what you believe that God has called you to in this season. I have made plenty of sacrifices in order to grow my business quicker. So I am not condemning that. I want to be clear on that. Sometimes that is necessary. Another one that might not be quite as obvious is if it consumes all 
of your thoughts. Think about that in terms of an excessive desire for sex, right? Do you think it would be healthy? Which, as women, we probably don't struggle with this as much, but God wired men differently. And the desire that men have for that is healthy. It should be healthy. It's a good gift, and he made them that way. And so it's not bad that they desire it. But if it's the only thing they're thinking about all of the time, we probably would agree that's that's excessive. I think also another one that is not quite as obvious, another sign that maybe a desire to make money is excessive, is if you you don't really care about the method by which you go and make the money. Like you don't have any desire to serve or really contribute to another person's life, which would be a healthy way to make money, is to solve a problem in the marketplace, right? A value exchange. If you don't care anything at all about the contribution or the value exchange, and all you care about are the dollar signs, I would say that is an excessive desire to, like it's ruling your heart. Okay, so we defined an idol as something that you are willing to sin in order to get it, but it can also be something that you will sin, you'll have a sinful response if you don't get that thing. So what might that look like? What would be a sinful response to not getting what you want in terms of money? Um, It would look like no gratitude and discontentedness. It might look like jealousy or even envy. And these are two different things. Jealousy is when you really want something that someone else has. And envy, it takes it a step further. It leads to betrayal. Um, but envy is when you are jealous, you you want what the other person has, but you also think, well, if I can't have it, I don't want them to have it either. So that's envy. Other sinful responses to not making the money you want to make might include bitterness with your upline or your downline because you either A, feel entitled, like they owe you something, or you feel like a victim and you begin to blame people for why you are not making the amount of money that you think you should be making or that you want to make. Another one would be gossip, which again, I think is rooted in jealousy. And another sinful response might be to just avoid the work altogether. Quit working. Lack of diligence. And we have already established on this podcast, if you've been listening for any amount of time, then you know what the Bible says about diligence and what God expects of us in regards to our work. We are to be faithful, diligent workers. But if you're mad because you are not making the amount of money that you want to make, and so you just give up or quit, I would say that is a sinful response to not getting what you wanted. And so that makes the desire 
excessive. So this week, we've really answered the question, is it wrong to want to make more money? And next week, I want to answer the question, what is enough? At what point should I decide that I do have enough money? And so we're going to talk a lot about contentment, what that means, what it looks like, what it doesn't mean. And I'm looking forward to that discussion, too. So, was this helpful to you today? If it was, would you do me a huge favor and leave me a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? And it also means the world to me when you guys shout me out on social media and tag me. Your feedback is so valuable and so encouraging to me. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this week, guys. See y'all next week.